welcome back to Create Your Pathway. My name is Rory, I am your host. I'm here to interview real people working in real jobs so you can know what they're really like. Today I'm talking with Jerry Carter for the Business Management and Administration Pathway. Jerry Carter is an entrepreneur. She opened her own business, which is Queen's Reward. It's a meadery here at Tupelo. And if you don't know what a meadery is, you will find out as you watch this episode. The Business Management and Administration Pathway is all about leadership and the setting up of organizations, corporations, businesses. There is a lot that goes in behind the scenes to starting a business. If you've ever had the idea to start a side hustle or to turn that side hustle into a profitable business, this is the pathway you might be interested in. It is hard work. It's not not easy. There's a lot of paperwork, a lot of time, a lot of blood, sweat, tears. I mean, just a lot of hustle. You have to want it if you want to move forward in this pathway. After watching this interview, I think you're going to agree that Jerry is a great example of somebody who really wanted it and has really gone after her passion. I've talked with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners in Mississippi, and Mississippi is actually a great state to start a business in. It's very easy to do so. Okay, so enough from me. Let's go now and talk to Jerry. So much for joining me today. I really appreciate your willingness to be here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. To start, why don't you tell us your role? And, and so maybe that involves a title, but obviously there's a lot that goes into that title. And so maybe combine that with what do you actually do on, on a day-to-day basis? Okay. My name is Jerry Carter. I am owner and mead maker at Queen's Reward Meadery. And people go, what is a meadery? Well, I'll tell you, uh, it has nothing to do with meat. It's actually, we are a winery. We make wine with honey. And so wine with honey is called mead. So instead of calling it a winery, it's called meadery. That's M-E-A-D, so not M-E-A-T, right, exactly, in case anyone's hearing Exactly. <laughs> Very good. Yes, yes. So um, I am the owner and mead maker. I'm here every day doing paperwork. I'm here making mead and, and tending to the product as it's in the tank and as it's being made. We filter it. We bottle it. I go out across the state and I tell people about it and I'm in my taste room and I'm pouring it. And so it's like, it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So you're an entrepreneur, small business yes. owner. How did you get into mead? It seems uh, like a very niche thing to get into kind of random, <laughs> maybe if you don't know much about the world of mead and you were the first meadery in Mississippi is my understanding. Right. So how did right. you end up here? Well, I, I was actually a kindergarten and first grade teacher before this world. Really? So, and I, yes, and I love teaching. Um, but my husband and I were making wine at home just as a hobby, um, using kits. And we had been doing it for a while and we thought we were getting good at it. And so we decided we wanted to see if we could make some wine without a kit, make it all by ourselves. So we don't grow really great wine grapes in Mississippi. I was kind of limited to what we could use. So I started doing some research and found a recipe to make wine with honey. Well, there's plenty of honey in Mississippi. I can even get that at the grocery store. So we got some and we made our first batch and um, it was okay, but I had never had mead. So I went to the liquor store to buy some to see how what we made compared to what was out there. Um, and there was none. You could not buy mead at all uh, in Mississippi. So that was when the thought first crossed our minds that there was an opportunity here. Um, mead after also after doing some research, we discovered that mead is a very um, up and coming industry as far as the world of alcohol is concerned. It's like on yeah. the, it's it's kind of on the heels of craft beer. So okay. we realized that there was an opportunity. So that's kind of how we that's how we got started. Okay. So let me make sure I'm feeding back what I'm hearing. So I hear you um, had a hobby that was kind of interesting. 
and you thought, I want to expand what I know about this hobby to see if what I'm doing is even any good. And then you realized, oh my goodness, I can't buy any of this at the store. Maybe there's right. a market opportunity here. And so then you started Absolutely. to do some broader market research and you realized, hey, there's actually no meadery in Mississippi. And generally this feels like a trend that's beginning to catch on in other exactly. areas. So it's almost like a formula. If somebody has a side hustle or they have something that they think they may right. want to be in a business, I hear it's not enough just to have a passion. You've got to combine some research and then eventually you need yeah. to come up with some kind of a business model, which feels like for a lot of people, a pretty difficult bridge to cross. I'm interested to hear, yeah. how did you end up crossing that bridge? That is, that is a huge challenge. And for someone that doesn't come from the business world, I come from the world of education. Yeah. Um, it was daunting. And I will say, if you find yourself in that place, most entrepreneurs, find someone maybe not in the same field, because like there's nobody around that we could talk to that has a winery or a meeting right. because right. there's not any. But I could find other people around that had started businesses that mm -hmm. were successful. And I could go to them. And usually people who have gone down this path are eager to share and to help sure. and to give you some guidance because it's not an easy task. So yeah. I found a mentor that walked basically my husband because he's an entrepreneur too. So he walked me through the process of getting um, our business plan together and, and doing, and it takes a lot of planning. It's not something you just jump in and do. We have a lot of people that will come to the meter and go, Oh, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to open in about a year. And I'm like, Oh, so you've already submitted all your paperwork to the federal government and you've already done. And they're like, what? I don't, so I'm going, no, no, you're, yeah. it took us, it was about two years worth of paperwork um, before we ever wow. opened our doors, easy two years. So you had to be very patient and very diligent, but there are people willing and, and able to help you. So, so don't be afraid to go after those resources and people will be honest. They may look at you and say, this is not a good idea, but that's valuable yeah. too. You need to, yes. you need to digest that and, and examine that. I read something recently where the person was basically talking about how, a lot of people get hung up on thinking their ideas are great. And the person said, ideas are basically worthless. The only worthwhile idea is one that you actually put work in to see how it's going to pan out. In other right. words, that once you see the result that you put the work in over time. Um, so let's think about the, the broader category of entrepreneurship. So this is right. the idea like you, you start something that wasn't there before. You own your own business which is very different from, so when you're a teacher, you're like an employee in a system, right. you know, uh, depending on where you worked, either a government employee or, or a, a private employee. And, and that's very different from owning your own business. I wonder if you could speak to the, maybe the compare and contrast of working in someone else's organization versus being a business owner, founder. Just management in general, management of my time, um, yes. because there's not a bell that's going to ring and tell me it's time to go to the next class. It's, it's all on me. Um, management of money. There's a lot to have to think about when all with taxes and just, you know, buying yeah. equipment and materials and things that go into the product and how much are you going to make? Is it going to cover the cost of what you put in? And there's um, management of um, expectations for myself and for my employees. It's just that has been something that I have really um, it's been a real challenge for me and then I continue sure. to work at. I'm so much better than where I was when I started, but I still have a long way to go. That's my personal area of growth that I'm working on because Got it's it. just always something new to have to keep keep lots of balls in the air. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I've, I've coached a good number of entrepreneurs and that the shift from I'm doing something that I love because I love it to I'm managing right. the team who's helped me doing the thing. That shift is always very difficult. It can be hard to let yes. go. And I think this is because oh, if, so. if you have an idea that you care about and it has good business potential, you can be protective over it. It's a brand that you're yes. developing. 
Um, exactly. So, so thinking about students who might be watching this, you know, you, you're not at a point where you maybe feel like you're ready to start your own business or something like that. But I think there are some principles that you could start to live and kind of lean into in your life. One of those principles right. is being more careful with what you do with money. So in other yes. words, like, be, like don't just spend it on things you don't need. Whenever you get some, set some aside and save it. Absolutely. What, what are some other ideas for a student right now, think you know, maybe eighth grade or high school, that if they want to be an entrepreneur, what are some ways they can experiment, ways they can grow in that direction right now? Look for opportunities to observe. If you have mm. a friend or a family member that is an entrepreneur, see if you could, even if you're not getting paid, just volunteer. Just yeah. be there and watch and observe because you can learn so much. The fact that my husband's an entrepreneur, there are so many days I'm going to him going, okay, how do I do this? How do I manage this? Show me yeah. how you have figured this out. And our businesses are completely opposite, but the principle a lot of times is the same. The mm. other advice I would give is don't don't be afraid of making a mistake because what mm. you feel like may be a mistake is actually just part of you figuring out where you're actually going to end up. Does that make sense? Yeah. At first yeah. you feel you have expectations and you see these people that are entrepreneurs, but what you don't see is all the things that they messed up on Absolutely. in their process to get there. And yeah. so that's kind of part of the learning process. It's not, it's not fun, but it's not a bad thing all the time. Um, mm. I, as a mom, also, I think a struggle that students have today, um, there's so much out there on the internet and they see so much, and, and these people that seem and appear to be so, even people that just play video games for a living, I mean, they see it everywhere, these people that are so successful, they don't see all that happened before that. Yeah. Um, and you I know that my own children and some friends of mine's children, you feel a responsibility to, you feel like you gotta know where you're gonna end up before you can start. Well, let me yeah. tell you, that's not true with anybody. No. Nobody yeah. knows where they're going to end before they start. So you don't have to have all the answers before you take that first step. And any, yeah. and you're not messing up. Like I have a whole, I have a master's degree in education. Guess what? I'm not teaching. But that doesn't yeah. mean those years of education were wasteful. Not to at me. all. Not those at all. grew me into who I am now, and I'm using yeah. a lot of those same principles and knowledge now. I wish I had paid better attention in chemistry class. <laughs> I was teaching kindergarten in first grade. I wasn't thinking I was going to use chemistry. I use chemistry every day now. So even if it's something you don't feel like is terribly relevant, don't tune it out. You never know what may come up. Um, yeah. But don't be afraid to do the hard work. Um, you also realize that what you see when you walk in, if you were to walk into my business, which obviously students aren't going to be a part of this yet. Right. Um, but you walk in or you see that YouTuber, um, they look like they have it all together. You don't see all the hard work that went on before they turned on that camera. And you don't see all yeah. the hard work that goes on after they turn that. There's a lot more that happens um, than what you see. So don't be, yes. when you hit that hard work, don't think you're messing up. You're not. You're doing the part mm -hmm. that they're doing too. You just don't see that part. That's right. It looks very glamorous and it looks very beautiful, but there's a whole a lot of days here at this meadery when we're back there making meat. And we, we make meat with honey. Honey is sticky. There are a lot of days I will go home and I'm filthy and I'm sticky and I'm exhausted because I've been up here for 12 hours trying to get meat in these tanks. And guess what? i got to get up the next morning and go do it again. And I don't want, some days I don't want to. But yeah. you do. And once it, you look back and you're thinking it was worth all that hard work. But that hard work had to take place before I can have anything in this bottle to sell. And I think we tend to get intimidated. So persevere it's worth it and um, you yeah. don't have to have all the answers before you take that first step and if you make a decision um, and, and your path changes that doesn't mean that decision you made was wrong 
It just was a step to get you into the direction you needed to go. So don't be afraid. You're, yeah. you're, you can do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned video, video game streamers. Um, I actually, for my podcast that I do, I interviewed the vice president of Twitch. So, wow. you know, Twitch is one of the largest streamers. And I, I know him. Yes. He's a great guy. Um, he's been, he was, had been with Amazon for a really long time. And so to do that, I looked up the statistics of how many monthly streamers there are on average. And when you compare, it's millions and millions of people streaming themselves playing games. When you compare that, the number right. that actually make money, you know, right. there's like a very, the, the curve is like, there's a very small number. Now, that, now, if you enjoy doing that, that's great. But I think the point sure. is, what I find so interesting about your story is, you, you hadn't like planned and purposed to open a meadery, but it was a business opportunity that presented itself to you. You decided right. to follow where it led and it's ended up creating a sustainable business. Um, right. And I think the point is there's a lot of opportunities like that for people who will think like an entrepreneur, don't get right. tied down in, I need to decide right now on the one thing that I'm gonna do yes. forever. You know, I, I really appreciate that that comes out uh, and it just made me think of that when you mentioned video game streaming. Right. Well, and most adults that I know have reinvented themselves at least once. Most Absolutely. people, and that's okay. That's part of growth. That's part of figuring yeah. out who you are. And it's part of taking opportunities that you, now this opportunity wasn't there when I was 20 and 21. Yeah. It just wasn't. Um, yeah. It's there now and I'm not 21, but it's okay. Yeah. You jump in and you take the opportunities that you're given. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, so like think about the people that are Instagram famous, right? Like all you see is the tip of the iceberg. You don't see, right. you don't see the reality of the substance that goes into that. And I think, I think what ends up happening is you start judging yourself and your own efforts by whether they meet how this person looks. And that's ridiculous right. because like you're, you don't have to be that person. And there are so few people that can be that person. Why, why right. put such an unrealistic expectation in yourself when there's a lot of other opportunities for you to like and make a good life for yourself and be happy? Sure. And you may be judging yourself at step A and they're at step F That's or right. D. And so you're setting yeah. yourself up for failure by having those kinds of expectations. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, Jerry, thank you so much. This has been a really interesting conversation. So Just to recap a couple of the highlights. So you started off in one point, you pursued a hobby, you realized there might be a business opportunity by doing some market research. And now at this point, you're an entrepreneur and small business owner who's actually leading a team of people. Um, and that kind of pattern, anybody can get into if they see some kind of a business opportunity, sure. ways to get there from where you are now, learn how to manage money, learn how to like think that failure is actually a good thing because you experimented right. and tried, look around for people that can mentor you, try to get an internship or a, a, a summer job with them, talk to a relative about how they run a business or, or things like that. Um, and then just keep trying and, and learning from anyone that you can travel, read right, widely exactly. in the internet. Yes. So all of these things are available to people if you want to become an entrepreneur or small business owner. Right. Right. And be yeah. ready to work hard. You will work harder That's than right. you ever thought you would before, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Jerry. You I really so appreciate welcome. it. I, I love what you guys are doing at Queen's Reward. It's thank honestly, you. we take friends and family there every time they come into town. So I'm so glad. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much well, for your time. Come I appreciate see us again it. soon. Thank you. you will. Bye. Bye bye.